Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is A Lot of Red Letters. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your love and mercy and your goodness. We come to you, Father, ready to receive what you have for us today. We come hungry for more of you. Father, we choose not only to hear your word, but to be a doer of your word. And we thank you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, as most of you probably know, the red letters in the Bible are the words spoken by Jesus on earth. They should be especially important to a true follower of Jesus, as Jesus is the Word of God, according to John chapter 1. Also, Jesus did the will of the Father. So we know that everything he did was to please and follow the Father. One chapter that has, has a lot of red letters is Matthew chapter 7. And I want to talk to you today about that chapter. Starting in verse 1 of Matthew 7. Judge not, or as the cross reference says, condemn not, that you be not judged or condemned. Folks, one definition for condemn is to sentence to punishment. We know God is going to do that, not us. Verse 2, for with what judgment you judge or condemnation you condemn, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Verse 3, and why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but do not consider the plank in your own eye. Verse 4, Or how can you say to your brother, Let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite, first remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. My friends, we need to park here for a minute, because there is so much wrong teaching in this area and ironically, the devil's people, who don't even believe the Bible, will try to use the Bible against us and say, don't judge, etc. The Bible does say that we're not to judge or condemn others, but it doesn't say that we're not to inspect their fruit. We are called in Ephesians 4.15 to speak the truth in love. Not let the devil's people scream out lies and just let it go. No, we're called in Ezekiel chapters 3 and 33 to be watchmen, to warn people. One of the things missing in the church sometimes is balanced teaching. We can get in the ditch on both sides of the road if we don't rightly divide the Word of God. Finally, before we move on, the Word of God teaches us that will know the tree by the fruit it produces. Okay, now, with that balance, let's move on to verse 6. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn and tear you into pieces. The Amplified Bible for verse 6, Do not give that which is holy to the dogs, and do not throw your pearls before pigs, for they will trample them under their feet and turn and tear you up into pieces. Friends, the cross reference here says, This verse 
Dogs and pigs represent those who despise sacred things. So folks, we can't force feed the gospel to those that despise sacred things. Remember, our God has a still small voice or a gentle whispering voice. Verse 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. So folks, we need to ask, seek, and knock. God will not force feed us either. Verse 9, Or what man is there among you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, being evil... Pause, folks. Relative to God, we're evil, especially in the flesh. Now let's read the complete verse 9. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Again, friends, God gives good things to those who ask him. And of course, we can go to many scriptures about asking in faith. Let's slap a religious demon right here. God is not moved by need, and he's not moved by feelings. He's moved by words spoken in faith. I hope you're hearing what God is trying to show us here. If God was moved by needs or feelings, he would correct every need and every sad feeling in the world. Look around. That is not happening. Verse 12, Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Folks, in these end times, you don't see much of this going on. Instead, we see, you owe me, give me what I deserve, etc. Now, verse 13, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. 14. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way that leads to life, and there are few who find it. My friends, these two verses are pretty obvious. There is a narrow gate to heaven, and a broad gate to hell. Verse 14 says that difficult is the way which leads to life. It's difficult on our flesh. If we just float through life without a true relationship with Jesus, we're not going to enjoy the outcome. It will be broad or a wide path to destruction. Let's take another bunny trail here. Why are so many people caught up on surveys? Well, Brother Greg, 60% of people think this or that is okay. Oh, really? Wouldn't that be comparable to the wide path to destruction? especially if you did a world survey, as we have a larger percent of Christians than many countries of the world. Verse 15, you will know them by their fruits. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor a bad tree bear good fruit. 19. 
Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. My friends, why would God tell us that we'll know them by their fruits if he didn't want us to inspect their fruits? It's easy to inspect the fruit of many of the wealthy TV preachers that won't preach against sin anymore as it affects their income. I think I'll lay up my treasures in heaven, folks. 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Folks, isn't it interesting that God talked about many saying, Lord, Lord, that won't make it to heaven, right after he talked about knowing folks by their fruits. My friends, one of the most powerful things the Holy Spirit has ever spoken to my heart is that there will be many, many pastors and preachers in hell. There are huge denominations today that have essentially left the Word of God and they preach the world to the world. All you have to do is check out their fruit. Verse 22, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Let me read that last part again. I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Folks, you better be careful who you vote for in these last of the last days. Many politicians today are promoting a lawless society where people are free to do whatever they want to do. That philosophy is driven by the very master of deception, Satan. Don't be deceived by how good it sounds. Folks, we need to do the sayings of Jesus talked about in verses 24 through 29. See, whoever does these sayings of mine, and folks, it's just a choice. We just have to choose to do these sayings. Let's pray. Father, we love you so much. We're so thankful. We choose to be a doer of your word, not to be deceived. Father, to be a fruit inspector, but not be judgmental or condemning. Father, just to know how people are living and to follow only you, Father, to know that you are the lamp and the light. Father, we choose to follow you and not religion. We choose to follow the light and the lamp and follow your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we love you so much. Don't hesitate to contact us with any prayer requests or anything at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember... Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.